I'm I'm doing great, so thank you uh, for coming to my show. Oh, my my pleasure. Thank you for ha- for having me. So I can see you're doing a lot of work, uh, uh, having the two own companies. Uh, I thought to tell about the service that you're providing to my audience. Yeah, of course. So uh, so I run a company called uh, Record Once, and uh, what we do is we allow you to record um, to record your own SaaS products. Um, very very easily. What normally happens is uh, when you record uh, when you record your screen, you want you want to show off your product. What you do is uh, you record your screen, you record audio at the same time. You start clicking through your app, you start explaining, and then um, you say something incorrectly, and uh, then you think, oh snap, now I need to start over again. And you throw away everything, you start from the beginning, and then you start recording a second time. And uh, now that you're recording a second time, um, it's definitely going to go wrong because now the nerves are really, really, uh, really high. The pressure is on. Um, and uh, so what you end up with is uh, is 10 recordings and uh, you don't know which one was the best anymore. And you end up spending a lot of time uh, uh, editing uh, your editing your video. And before you know it, you spend a whole day. You have a one-minute video that you're actually too ashamed to show your mum. And this is something that you're going to have to ship to your customers just because you spent so much time on it. And that's that's the whole reason why you started doing it in the first place. Now I've done that a couple of times. I used to work for uh, IBM Cloud in uh, in uh, New York City as developer advocate, and I had to had to make some of these videos. And uh, I just thought this process is broken. This is uh, this is silly. Um, we're basically we've got this concept from the 1800s um, with frames, and uh, we're just kind of like emulating that, and we're doing that on a computer, and it's it's just kind of like uh, evolution of of crap, really. Um, so I thought this should, there has to be a better way uh, to do this, and uh, that's where I started. How I started to record once, and what we do is instead of just recording the pixels on your screen and, and giving you a, a box of frames uh, and some audio uh, and, and letting you figure it out, um, what the software actually does is is it understands that you clicked on a button, it understands that you filled in a form field, it understands that you could have made a typo and uh, it smooths all of the mouse animations out for you. It, make sure that the typo isn't visible anymore, that, that sort of thing. All of these different reasons that you normally would have um, to have to re-record, the software can kind of like just kind of fix for you. Um, and uh, it also does things like fixing the timing. So the timing's always, it's it's slow enough that a new person can uh, can view it, um, but there's also no long pauses in between. It's, it's just always uh, always perfect after the first recording. So that's also why we call it record once, basically, so that uh, yeah, you don't have to go go over it again and again and again before you get it right. So that's uh, yeah, that's 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 what I've been up to for the last uh, three years or so. But uh, bootstrap uh, bootstrapped it uh, together with my uh, together with my co-founder. So we're the main uh, main people working on it, and uh, it's been a, been an awesome ride so far. So, uh, is there is there any particular situation or uh, particular uh, day when you thought that I want to create this product and I want to solve these problems that uh, most of the people are facing? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's a more of a longer uh, it's been more of a longer process. Um, uh, one of the things that I've noticed in the past is is a lot of the a lot of the big companies. Uh, uh, I, and one that I also used to work for, um, they have, it seems, infinite resources to do these videos and do them well. And then being at one of these companies, you realize it's still really, really difficult to do um, as, as, a, as a person. And then, and then you, you go ahead and you analyze what are the other big companies doing, and you realize actually there's, there's – um, there's a reason why not a lot of big companies are doing this well, and that's because kind of like the, the process is broken. But it's been it's been one of these things, like a like a stone in my shoe, basically uh, over the years, um, where um, it started to really annoy me. And then and then after a while, um, uh, I moved back from uh, New York City to Amsterdam, Amsterdam, and I was thinking, well, you know, what's the, what's the next step? What do I do? And this was the uh, 
the 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 stone in my shoe that I couldn't ignore, the the thing that I had to fix. Um, and uh, so it wasn't really a specific moment, but it's more something that kind of like built uh, built over time, uh, basically. Yeah, got more and more frustrated as the years came on, uh, went on. Uh, Basically, I became an old man. <laughs> I'm not even that old yet, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so who are using your product more? <clears throat> well, it's mostly uh, SaaS uh, companies. Um, so either uh, it's either mar- uh, marketing people within uh, SaaS uh, companies that want to show off uh, specific features or um, parts of their product. Um, basically, you know, um, showing somebody is so much more convincing than telling them that it's uh, that that something's possible. If you can actually show them, then they then they it know it to be true as opposed to just kind of like some sales copy that has some wild claims. So that's what kind of like marketing people in SaaS companies uh, use it for. We also have uh, support people that that use it to document uh, processes. Um, oh, yeah, the similar reason it's like it's easier to show somebody how to do it than than have try to explain to them how they need to do it. And then there's too many translation uh, layers. And then we have um, uh, project managers uh, that um, that also go ahead and um, and basically show off new new features uh, with uh, with our software. And then there's an, another interesting group, which is founders uh, who um, have to document processes for virtual assistants or for their employees or new employees that come in. Um, and they also tend to use the software for like um, uh, for for these types of processes, basically. Yeah. So is it premium? Um, say that again. Sorry. Is it premium? It's a yes. It's a. I mean, we have a, a, a free plan as well, but but uh, we do charge for it as well. Yeah. So what is what are the features that are different from free and uh, uh, free from uh, premium version. Yeah, so basically the amounts of uh, the amount of videos that you can record um, are uh, you can have more of them uh, in the uh, in the premium version, and then in the free version we don't have um, we don't have a, um, a, a, a MP4 export. So if you want to put it on YouTube, um, then uh, then you're gonna you're gonna have to have a paid uh, paid version. So that's that's the big difference. We, um, I, I haven't told you yet, but we also do all of the hosting and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we see that a lot of these videos, um, uh, normally the process is, you know, one software for recording, one software for editing, and then you're, you know, you're rendering the thing out, and then you publish it to a platform. And it's like it's all these different steps. And if you want to tweak something in the beginning, you have to start over again. It's it's super annoying. So we decided, okay, we'll build that whole thing at once, and then uh, you know you tweak the video, hit save, and instantly it's uh, it's uh, it's uploaded um, uh, and and published. The only uh, thing that we can't do, unfortunately, is 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 um, uh, upload to to YouTube. You kind of have to have to do that yourself. So that's. Uh, that's the main one where you're gonna to have to pay if you if you uh, want to do that yourself. Yeah. So what we can do with the record ones? Um, what so what you can? can uh, um, in what way do you mean? Yeah, I got you. Uh, how can uh, uh, this be useful for anybody who is working on videos? So basically, what it what it would do for you is it will save you a tremendous amount of time uh, recording uh, recording videos uh, and and editing it um, and then publishing it. Basically, it becomes um, it becomes this process where um, all of the stress is taken out uh, of the process. So um, I'll give you a bit of background of what so uh, who I am. I, I've been a software engineer for. Uh, as long as I can remember, but I've uh, also started uh, doing a lot of public speaking, uh, hosting a lot of tech events uh, throughout the years, and I kind of did that by accident. But um, so I know what it's like to be up on the stage um, performing in front of thousands of people, and that's um, stressful. 
uh, is one of the ways to describe it. But when you're recording these videos for your for your customers, even though there's nobody that's watching at that point in time, that same stress that you have from being in front of a huge group of people is is there when you're when you're recording uh, one of these videos because you have to do it you have to do it perfect it has to go perfectly and you're juggling a lot of different balls and um with record once what we what we basically do is we remove uh you know we um let you focus on one thing so you're clicking through your application first you're just recording that screen nothing else um, and because timing doesn't matter because we fix it and typos and misclicks don't matter because it's super easy to just say, oh, okay, well, I didn't want to show that one, uh, deselect. Um, uh, and because you're not recording your audio at the same time, um, it becomes a stress-free experience. And then later you add the audio to the, to the little blocks, to the actions that basically uh, were recorded and detected by the software. And you say, okay, well, this... Uh, this whole form, basically all of these, all of these clicks, all of these uh, things that I filled in, I'll say this about it. And then you just record the audio for that. Um, and then it, it figures out the timing for you. And because of that, it becomes this process where you can really, you can record a, a one minute video or, or, uh, even a little bit more, um, and publish it within 15 minutes and editing super easy. Um, and that way it becomes kind of like this, uh, uh, this process where you can do it really quickly, but without all the stress and without all the pressure that you'd normally uh, experience when uh, when doing that, basically. So it is used. It is used for everyone who is creating videos. It can be an individual or it can be a uh, a company. Yes. Yeah. 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 The the only specific requirement is um, uh, we only record web. Um, so that's, so if, if you're an individual or you work at a company or, uh, or you're an agency or something like that and you, you want to record web applications, that's where our software really shines. And that's also, that also allows us to have this kind of like a unique selling point where we, we understand what we're recording as opposed to all the other software basically that just say, sees, okay, well, these are a bunch of images in sequence. There you go. Um, our software can really can can dig in there, read the HTML, read the CSS, uh, understand what that what you clicked on was a button, that sort of thing. Uh, it, it allows us to, to have some intelligence, but that's that's then the requirement. So we it doesn't work with des uh, desktop applications, uh, and we're a desktop application ourselves, so it's kind of it it sucks for us. Um, but uh, you know our customers are happy, so that's that's that that, that makes me happy. Yeah. So I'm sure uh, uh, before doing this, you might have done research and uh, saw how things uh, uh, work in order to create this this one. So what what exactly those points are made you to like, I want to change this. This is what's happening. I want to make this a better product and uh, and uh, uh, make people to use uh, the time effectively. The, what are those yeah. particular points? Yeah, so what I did before I started, so I had a, I had a, a rough idea in my head and I, um, and I worked on kind of like a, a software proof of concept, kind of like, you know, can we actually, can we actually do this? This is, you know, are, are the, the hooks, hooks there, um, uh, basically. And, um, so I, I started on that, uh, on that front, but at the same time, um, as opposed to my own, uh, itch that I felt over the years. I also started talking to a, a lot of other people and basically asking them, you know, hey, uh, do you have the same experience? Uh, you know, what's it like for you? Have you ever recorded video for your startup? And then you, uh, you often get like, well, you know, uh, it takes so much time or uh, doesn't, you know, it, uh, it becomes out of date and the amount of time that you put into it uh, doesn't make sense for the amount of time that it, that it can be relevant. And um, so that was that was a conversation uh, that I I had with uh, and I used to work for uh, for startups and actually mentor startups and stuff like that. So that a lot of startups that, that I talked to and in my network all went through the same experience and i was like okay well there's a there's a definite pattern here you know there's enough startups out there that are kind of solving 
their own issue, but then doesn't resonate with anybody else because nobody else has that way of working. And this is one of those things where after talking to a bunch of people, I realized, well, okay, this is, this is not something that it's, it's, it's just me uh, and my lack of experience as a, as a, as a video creator or something like that. But, uh, but it's, uh, it happens to, uh, to a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of people that at least want to attempt this. Of course, uh, video creators that already have their whole, you know, they know Final Cut Pro and, and, and they're using OBS and, and, uh, they, uh, you know, have a whole process laid out. It's not as interesting to them because they already have a way of, of doing things. Um, but uh, uh, for the for people just working at a company and uh, thinking or uh, or freelancers or whatever who are who are like, hey, I want to document this product with video. It's uh, yeah, it, it's super relevant for them. So who are uh, using uh, your product? Uh, in which country it is being used? Hmm. Well, um, there's, uh, there's some, some in the US, um, and then throughout Europe, uh, we have a bunch. Uh, I think there's also a couple of people in, in India that I know of, uh, that are using it. Um, we've basically just, uh, only recently launched, uh, so, uh, so we don't have a huge user base yet, but, uh, but they're spread, spread around the, spread around the world, uh, uh mostly. Yeah. And then I'm based in Amsterdam, so there's a bunch of people in Amsterdam that are uh, that are using it as well. So uh, you have worked as, uh, on on software before. I'm sure that experience, uh, that, uh, working on uh, development side, uh, uh, and uh, now uh, understanding the business side of the technology and uh, trying to uh, give the best one. So I'm sure uh, you will be seeing uh, all the things which will definitely work yeah and 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 even even with my with my background as a software engineer um uh i i remember saying something like uh, oh you know within six months i'll have something that i can i can charge for um and uh you know bring in some money and stuff like that and uh and they say entrepreneurs are 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 optimistic uh, are too optimistic maybe and that's a good thing because um because otherwise they maybe not start uh, they probably won't start uh, uh start on the problem uh i think there's a saying um uh oh crap i, I forget the saying um but uh it, it's uh, we didn't do this because um uh, we uh knew it would be easy, but because we thought it would be easy or something like that. Um, uh, anyway, they're, they're quite slightly different, but, um, uh, yeah, even with my background, uh, it's, it took a lot longer than, uh, than I imagined, uh, to, to get to the state where we are. Um, of course, uh, choosing not to, not to do any, not to go down the venture route means that the team is small and, uh, and things take longer as well, but that was also, uh, uh, after having worked for a bunch of venture uh, backed startups was uh, was very um uh very deliberate decision uh, to do basically to keep our autonomy and and uh and to uh focus on building a sustainable business as opposed to kind of like a a, a, a an opportunity a shot at, at becoming a potential unicorn I'd, I'd rather just have a, a more sustainable business but that does mean that things take longer and uh and even as a software engineer my my co-founders also um he's also kind of like split background also software engineer but also business uh business sense um it's it still uh, it still takes long and, and um, yeah 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 and and much longer than uh, than anticipated but that's life as well yeah so what feedback you got uh, for record ones um, all over the place um, we um, well so. This is the, f I'm a software engineer, but I'm, I'm, as a, as a category of software engineer, I would say I'm definitely a web developer. 
But this is the first time that uh, that I'm building a, a desktop app, basically. Uh, so there's a whole web browser that's running inside our application, and that's how we can get all of the intelligence and, and really understand what the what what the content is that we're working on. And um, we, as as web developers, uh, added at some points an upload button uh, to uh, uh, to the app so that people could uh, add their own audio files. Uh, you know, if they'd already recorded it or or uh, or they um, uh, they wanted to add a video file or, some, or something else. Um, then we, you know, we added a, an upload button for that, and um, we did a whole bunch of user tests. Uh, we would, uh, this was uh, Corona time, so we would get on, uh, get on Zoom with, uh, with a potential customer and have them go through the application. And they were so incredibly confused by this upload button and by what it would do. Um, and uh, basically, we realized if this was a website, it would make perfect sense. The, the, the upload, it goes from your computer to the website. But since this is a desktop app, um, it, uh, upload doesn't make sense because it's going from your computer to your computer. You know, the, the fact that there's a, you know, a web server behind there that does all kinds of magical things um, that's uh, it's not relevant it's, it's not something that people understand or have to understand so uh, we basically uh, found out that uh, that upload button had to be you know uh, add um add file uh, basically that was, that was one of the uh, one of the early learnings uh, that that we had uh, um and so we we ended up doing a lot of these feedback sessions and since we're we're introducing some very new uh, paradigms um i think it was uh, very helpful for us to uh, to constantly uh, constantly do that and then you you basically get feedback that people are super confused at certain points and then you you tweak it you make it better and then people are are happy, helpful, and then end up running into limitations and then you end up working on that. And and uh, and then you put it in front of people and they get super confused again. And that's kind of like the, the, that's that's been our our process and, and uh, it's been uh, been a good one so far. Um, and uh, and now it's nice to see that people are just kind of like uh, productive with it, you know, or people that we never talked to that uh, that sign up and make videos and share them and stuff like that. So that's uh, yeah, that's that's really nice and that's really fulfilling. So record ones can uh, record anything. Uh, anything in the web browser, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you have a URL for it, um, it can uh, it can record it. Um, but yeah, outside the web browser. Uh, we can't, unfortunately. Yeah. So, uh, what mostly uh, this this app that you have created, what mostly it is benefited for, which which app which applications in the browser that uh, that really uh, gives a great output? Well, any uh, mainly uh, kind of like information system type applications. So, uh, for example. Uh, you're, um, let's say you're like a bookkeeping app or something like that. Um, and, uh, freelancers, um, they have to use your app because, you know, they need, they need to, uh, they, they need to do their bookkeeping. Um, and there's a lot of concepts in bookkeeping that if you don't understand those concepts, um, then it's going to be really, really hard to, to use that app. But the people that are using your app aren't they they aren't you know they didn't study to be bookkeepers they they're just you know they're just uh freelancers or entrepreneurs or, or whatever um so for uh for companies where you have this very specific paradigm where you have to educate your your users how to use your app and um for them it's uh, it's a game changer to be able to 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 use video to do that because it becomes so much easier and and, and so much uh, quicker for their customers to be able to to pick this up or if you're um uh for example like my former uh employer uh had a lot of uh or spent a lot of time creating these types of videos where you know they're they're cloud uh provider so they have a lot of concepts that um people aren't necessarily 
uh, used to or their new concepts. So they have to they have to educate their customers about uh, what you need to do to set up a server or serverless or uh, uh, or whatever. Um, for them, it really makes sense to be able to to use video to to do this as well. So you can take the time to, to explain the different aspects of it, but also kind of like show people, okay, so this is this is what happens when you do that, and this is how it works. Uh, and uh, yeah, so for applications, mainly um, uh, kind of like, uh, I'm going to call it desktop or or uh, desktop-based web uh, web applications, uh, as opposed to mobile. Um, where you have less screen real estate, so it has to be less complicated. Uh, and those uh, web applications really, uh, um, really, really shine and, and and really get a lot of use out of uh, out of record once, um, just because it make it enables them to do things which they otherwise wouldn't be able to do. So mainly for training purpose or for education purpose. So it is, it is, it is yeah. very effectively used. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, or the marketing side of things where you're like, okay, well, you're not a customer yet, but let me show you what it would be like to to do this if you used our application. Um, and then it's more like, yeah, uh, it's it is educational, but it's but it's also kind of salesy uh, at the same time. But uh, but yeah, the uh, really the kind of like the tutorials uh, that sort of thing. Uh, there really makes sense uh, to use record once so tell me about the features that uh, that is there in record once and how it will how it will work yeah so um say um so we'll start, we'll start at the beginning so when you're uh when you're recording uh when you're recording website um and you you start uh typing um typing in a, a field um, record once will understand that, okay, well, that's, that you're typing, uh, typing in something. And I'm, I'm dyslexic. So, uh, I will mistype something more often than I'll type something correctly. So, um, I'm always kind of like fixing this. And, and normally what you have is you'd see somebody make the typos and then correct them and all that kind of stuff. Because record once understands, um, it sees you're filling in this, this form field. Um, it can go ahead and look at the final state of that form field. And once the video gets played and, uh, and you see the, the end result of the recording, it will actually, instead of showing all of these in between, uh, states, it will go ahead and, and give you a nice paste animation, uh, to show the final state of, of what you typed. And that, uh, that's one of these things where it completely de-stresses you because now, I don't have to type quickly. Um, I can type really slowly and I can fix the, the typos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, that's one of the that's one of the features uh, that we uh, that we have. Uh, another one which I, I briefly touched on is uh, this, we fix the timing for you. So that means um, because we know, OK, you clicked you clicked on a button. Uh, we know that this is something that you're going to have to show your customers. And then you clicked on another button or you clicked on the link or whatever. Those are all these moments in time where you're going to have to probably explain something about what you're doing and why you're doing it uh, and, and why they should do it. Um, and um, Record Once puts these specific things, these actions on the timeline, and then it cuts all of the time in between. It cuts out. Um, so you could literally uh, hit record, start clicking through your application, Walk off to get some uh, some nice uh, tea, and then uh, come back and then click on, and then it will have cut that piece out. Um, but also, uh, people that know their application are really really good at going way too quickly through the application. So they click 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 click, a um, hundred things within a minute, and um, you know they they know their app. It's like being at home. You know exactly where everything is. Um, but for somebody that's new. Um, that is way too quick. So what we do is, is we, and we see that these, these things happen too quickly in sequence and we'll actually stretch out the time in between these actions to kind of like normalize it and, and, and make it, yeah, and, and slow it down. Um, and then afterwards, uh, once you start adding, uh, adding your voiceovers, uh, or you can add a, a, a little, 
uh, your own head uh, or something like that, so explaining something in the in the bottom right hand corner. Um, uh, once once you add that, then we look at the timing again and we say, okay, well, actually you talked for a lot longer than you clicked, so we'll make sure that we uh, we stretch things out so that uh, so that these things match again. And so that you don't have to go ahead and, and kind of like search through frames and, and uh, that sort of thing. And then um, then you can you can hit publish and you get a link and uh, and you can start embedding it or uh, uh, linking to it and that sort of thing. And then once um, once people uh, once you get feedback from your customers that say, hey, you explain this in a way where I still don't understand, then you can go ahead and you can tweak your your voiceover and and hit save again and then that that will be the newest version. You don't have to, you know, start sending around new links or something like that. Uh, that's 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 kind of the the big uh, big features in a nutshell. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of small detail uh, work. Uh, you know, you can add slides, you can add um, add video of yourself at the beginning or or a nice logo flying in that sort of thing. That's that's all. Uh, all supported by the uh, by the application, and we're working on a, a number of um, uh, kind of like um, uh, maintenance type features for applications. For example, you uh, your application changes a bit, then then you'll be able to change parts of the video and stuff like that to, to update and make them more more current. Uh, so that's yeah, that that's um, uh, something that we're working on right now. For example. So what about the audio and video quality? Mm. So this is an interesting one. Um, because we, um, uh, so uh, uh, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a, a, a tangent. Um, a, fr- a friend of mine is obsessed with 60 frames uh, a second uh, recording. Um, he uh, really wants that and, and, and that's, that's what he really wants. Um, what we actually do is is different because we're recording absolutely everything that's going on in your web browser. What actually happens is um, you have a variable refresh rate. Uh, so as fast as things are happening, that's the speed that we're recording at. Um, but for example, you could record on a, a very yeah a low resolution uh, monitor. Um, and that would normally be a problem. Um, or you could record on a really, really high resolution uh, monitor and then you'd have a video that zoomed out. That would normally be a problem. But because we actually go ahead and we, we actually record the HTML and the CSS and everything that's going on inside this little web browser, we can then go ahead and give you something that's actually um, far as, 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 as far as your website will allow it is scalable. Um, so you get, uh, you basically get kind of like, uh, especially if you use SVG and that sort of thing, you get a video that can consume and scale and be as big and small as, uh, as you want. Um, and one of the things that we do is we actually zoom, uh, zoom a thing in a little bit. So it seems lower. It seems like it's recorded on a smaller screen, but a very, very high resolution, uh, screen. Um, so that way, uh, that way we kind of get bo- best of all worlds and, and give you the most flexibility that uh, that you can have. And then, of course, you can export it just to a, a movie file and um, and uh, and pop that on YouTube, you know, uh, 60 frames a second or whatever you'd like. And um, uh, but the, what what we show to your customers is actually also just HTML, CSS um, being animated again. Um, and then for mobile, we do actually export to video files because it's a little bit more flexible. But, um, uh, yeah, so that, that, what, uh, in that way, we're totally different to what people are used to. And, uh, what you understood about, uh, the viewer perspective? Um, so, uh, viewers, um, they uh of course really care about um about uh, yeah using using the uh the app we're basically we're kind of like a gateway for their abilities uh basically so um 
we we get embedded inside of applications uh, a bunch, uh, or we get linked to in support docs. So the the use case uh, or the the place where the users the viewers see our videos uh, varies in, in a bunch of different uh, in a bunch of different ways. But um, I think the in my opinion the killer use case is just having little videos inside uh, your own application that explain features. So that people can just be confused and then instantly have that instant gratification of, okay, well, I'm, I'm confused here. Click on the video icon and, and actually become educated and understand what's going on as opposed to having to jump into support docs and, uh, and try, try to find where they are in the application and trying to get information about that. Uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of one of the exciting uh, parts where I see our application really, uh, or the usage of our application really, uh, really shine and and viewers be very, uh, very happy as well. Um, and uh, viewers also tend to really appreciate the fact that we do automatic chaptering. Uh, so every single action, every every click that you do is like you'd be used to in YouTube. Uh, sometimes the creator spends a lot of time to say, okay, well, this from this point, we, we start doing that and all that kind of stuff. And our application does that automatically in, in the player. You get to see that as well. So that's, uh, that's really nice for the, uh, for the user. So video marketing. Viewer, sorry. Yeah, I got you. So video marketing and uh, uh, video promotion became uh, uh, very, very important these days. And uh, you yeah, created... Like- you you created something that is very beneficial for uh, this generation and uh, for anybody uh, who wants to present anything so like you said uh, you you came from the technology uh, the development background you know how things works uh, the 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 backside of the 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 display that is uh, there in in, uh, in in front of the viewer so you so now you are trying to understand uh, the user's perspective, uh, seeing uh, the application from the user's uh, side and uh, trying to uh, fix that and uh, trying to give the best output and you're, you're making them to use your product and uh, uh, and uh, use it effectively to uh, do their business well. So in this, in this uh, technology experience of yours, you saw the 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 presentations before uh before you started this so how was yeah, that yeah. how was that learning from those experiences how you are using that knowledge in this product yeah we we actually use it in a lot of subtle uh subtle ways um and um, a lot of ways that we we don't uh, like communicate on the website uh, for example so the the thing that I told you about um, people recording on either a really um, a really small screen or a really big screen those those are one of those things where uh, for example you're watching a video on your mobile and it's of somebody that had a 30 inch display with a tiny with a screen in the middle and and you just can't read the text that's one of these these things where we're like okay well that's that's something uh, that's a mistake that a lot of people make we need to basically fix that and and allow you to to not be able to make that mistake or um a lot of screen recording applications allow you to select a part of the screen yourself which is nice um especially if you have a desktop app which is a an odd shaped window or something like that uh it's it's nice for that, but it also means that every single video that you record is a different shape. Um, because every time that you record it, you, you're selecting your window again. So, um, we noticed that, uh, if you look at, um, companies that have kind of like in, invested a lot in, in showing videos, all of the, yeah, all of the videos are odd sizes and then it looks uh, incredibly unprofessional. Um, so that's also one of the things where we were like, okay, it's just 16 by nine. You can't change it because if you, if you want to change it, it's probably uh, going to be a problem basically. So it's, it, our philosophy is very much like don't uh, give people enough rope to hang themselves with basically. So um, 
that, that that's one of the a lot of a lot of things that we've seen people kind of like do wrong by accident um a, a, a lot of our competitors um you'll be uh for example if you're recording your screen you're recording your browser uh and you want to type something in in google then you see the 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 suggestions of recent recently um uh searched uh, items and that's also um can can give you a glimpse into someone's life in a way where you're like well that's tmi um i you know now i'm completely unfocused about what the video is going to be about uh, now i'm just thinking you know like oh horror show um so that's also one of the things where we we decided well okay so this has to be a, a browser inside uh, an application which has an empty history we shouldn't try and plug into existing uh, web browsers in that way um and yeah these are kind of like all of these cues are from watching other people what, what have other people done uh what have they uh uh, they created and then uh, and yeah, like I said, like a lot of people know their own application really, really well, so they'll go really quick. That's also another thing that we learned from just watching uh, people that didn't use our product uh, create videos and and see, okay, well, what did they do wrong, uh, or you know, well, what could be improved here, and then kind of just baking that into our application so that people don't have to have to think about it basically. So that shows the seriousness that you have uh, on uh, user experience. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some uh, dedication there. Um, yeah. And uh, I can see you are uh, also working on different product and service. And you, you are co-founder for it. Yeah, so I started uh, I started a number of different uh, communities, actually. So um, I started uh, for example, uh, Amsterdam Tech, uh, which is a uh, um, co- uh, basically a kind of like grassroots community of uh, of people in Amsterdam working in uh, in tech, and um, this kind of came out of the need of um, uh, or basically the uh, the insight that uh, there is a very thriving um, tech scene in, in Amsterdam and a very thriving meetup scene. And all of the, as a as a you know a Ruby developer or a JavaScript developer, I know all of the other JavaScript developers uh, in in town. Well, not not all, but I know a lot of them. Um, and then as a product manager, you know all of the product managers in town. And then designers know all designers, but there's very little overlap. And I was a co-organizer of uh, Hackers and Founders in Amsterdam, which is a, a different community. Um, and uh, there, it was so nice to have these two groups interact. And, uh, and often you had like uh, people that now like me, um, technical co-founders who kind of like embody both of these things. Um, but being able to talk to people that are more just out uh, uh, entrepreneurs or people that are more just only uh, only technical and don't have to think about the business side of things it's um it's helpful to be able to bridge those gaps and we uh, i was talking to a friend of mine who's uh, who's a designer and we were thinking well you know our our communities never interact with each other and um i would always go to hackathons with him and we would always make these really cool stuff uh, cool things and and win second prize. We got really, really good at that. Anyway, that's a different story. But um, that we we thought the, the magical the magic really happens when people between these different silos start interacting with each other. So so we thought, well, let's see if we can actually help the Amsterdam Tech scene do that. Um, and uh, so that's why we started Amsterdam Tech, and uh, we. Uh, we do yearly barbecues, uh, Slack channel where a bunch of people signed up uh, and we would just uh, just chat and share things. And um, uh, we also um, organized a bunch of events and, and ended up having a, a conference um, and kind of showing off the, the cool stuff that was happening in uh, in uh, in Amsterdam. And um, I remember being in, in New York for um uh, for for work, um, I lived there for a couple of years, 
and um, I'm, I'm a high school dropout, uh, but IBM would send me to Ivy League uh, universities uh, to talk to the students and tell them what, what they could potentially do with their career and all that kind of stuff, which is a bit of a, you know, maybe I wasn't the best person to talk to them about that because I started from so much further back than, than they did. But, you know, um, my job was really, really cool as a developer. I got to travel the world and, and speak at big events and stuff like that. So, so in that way, I was a good person to send. Anyway, um, but, uh, I would talk to these Ivy League universities and, and I would find out how much, uh, resources they, they had and, and the incredible amounts of just manpower and money that they would have to, uh, work on, for example, Elon Musk's uh, Hyperloop challenge or, and stuff like that. And then I would go back uh, to to small Amsterdam and uh, where the uh, the Dutch are really, really, um, they don't talk, like talking about themselves, you know, um, and 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 anything perceived as 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 being positive about yourself. You know, if you're positive about yourself, you're bragging and you really shouldn't do that. You know, that's like that's the mentality of, uh, of people here. Um, but then you talk to people and then uh, and and you find out that actually there's the, the Dutch team has won the Hyperloop challenge. And I know that they didn't get 50 million budget from the from the Ivy League University to pump into that project. I know that. So. um but then everybody, everybody here is looking to the U.S. for like, oh, but they're doing such cool things over there. And nobody here knows what kind of cool things we're actually doing. So um, I thought it, well, it really makes sense to kind of like uh, to celebrate some of the local initiatives. And so that's what we did with the with the conference. And uh, and we thought, you know, it'd be fun to 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 share some some counter um, uh, points of view versus kind of like the, the main narrative that's, uh, that's going on out there, uh, both in kind of like what we're doing. And, and also uh, we had some uh, bootstrappers up on stage as opposed to uh, the main story in tech for a long time has been like, well, okay, you have to raise money and then you can do something. Um, and I believe you can, you, know, you can do something and then, make some money with it, even though it takes a long time often um, and uh, and build something really cool out of that. So that that's kind of what uh, Amsterdam Tech is and and uh, and what it's been. We've been running uh, running it for uh, for a while now and uh, and um, growing that. But I've also been involved with other other communities uh, uh, currently also running the UI Combinator Startup School meetup in Amsterdam. Uh, where we get a bunch of people together that are in the uh, YC in start, uh, startup school, and and we uh, you know we share share what we're working on and 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 try and help out each other because we're on the, on the same boat, and uh, yeah, and that's also been uh, lots of fun. So you are a serious developer. You worked as a developer uh, before. Uh, and now uh, you're trying to understand the requirement and the needs and uh, trying to fill uh, uh, the gaps. And uh, now you're seeing the business side of the technology and now you're seeing the human uh, problems and trying to use your technology knowledge to solve their problems. So you, so like you mentioned, Elon Musk is also an engineer uh, uh, mm-hmm. who, who become a businessman uh, like you. Because uh, they understand very the, the, the loopholes of the application, or uh, and and also understanding the human side and uh, the needs and the requirement, and giving what they want with the knowledge that you have. So, how how you define yourself uh, being a problem solver for two different uh, uh, companies that you're working for? Well, um, it's uh, it's definitely a learning process. Um, and uh, I'm also happy to be able to do uh, do these things with uh, with different people um, uh, because uh, the, the things that I really enjoy um, and the, the things that I'm uh, uh, yeah uh, I'm not very good at it was, it's really nice to be able to to do that together with somebody else and you know try uh, to overcome these these barriers and. And um, I already kind of mentioned that I'm I'm a high school dropout, so I ended up um, 
for as much as possible, just uh, teaching myself everything. So, you know, I learned, uh, taught myself how to program, um, uh, taught myself how to design, um, all of these, all of these different, uh, different skills. Um, I've basically ended up teaching myself. So the same, that also kind of gave me the confidence to, um, to go ahead and, and start building a business is, you know, well, I, I know that even though if I don't know how to do something, I know I can try and figure it out and I can, and probably accomplish it given enough time, given enough uh, effort. Um, I, I can become uh, good at pretty much anything. Um, of course, I have some natural talents where things go a lot faster and, and some things that I really hate doing where, where it just really goes really, really slow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's, it's been a process and, um, something that every day, uh, I'm definitely learning and, uh, uh, getting better and, and also, uh, kind of understanding where I get my energy, you know, if, uh, if I know that, uh, something is, um, uh, it's just a complete energy drain for me, uh, for example, uh, with record once we had to start up a legal entity and, and set that up and all that kind of stuff. And for me, that's something that, uh, it's a chore. So, you know, I'll, I'll do it and, uh, I've done it before, but I don't get any joy out of it. And my co-founder, he's more interested in these things and, and they're, um, he gets energy from actually spending time and figuring this type of thing out. So, um, we've basically, um, Learn, uh, learned where, or I, I've, I've, I've become kind of like in tune with, with myself and realizing, okay, well, is this something that's giving me a lot of energy or not? And then, and talking to my co-founder and seeing what, what he, uh, thinks. Sometimes the things that we're good at are actually energy drains. And then, you know, does it, sometimes it makes sense for you to then still do it because it's just less effort for for everyone but sometimes it also makes sense to um to try and try and delegate or try and and uh, pass on the work to somebody else that that can then follow their energy and 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 uh, um and actually gets get something out of it uh, um uh, in terms of uh of yeah of energy so that's that's something that i've i've learned uh, over the years is to kind of like um, yeah uh, it sounds really weird, but to, to basically be in tune with that and, and try and figure that and try and, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, understand that as opposed to just create what I used to do is just create a checklist of everything that had to, had to happen and then start from the top and, and then work my, work my way down and get really frustrated somewhere halfway through. Uh, yeah. And uh, what's your next plan now with record ones? So, uh, we have, um, uh, we have a lot of uh, maintenance, uh, features that I would really like to, uh, like to build. So, um, basically we want, to, um, even though you haven't, uh, invested that much time in, in creating these videos anymore, that, that huge day of time investment is gone. It's now, you know, 15 minutes, half an hour, something like that. But we would like to extend the life of these, uh, of these videos to, to make their shelf life longer. So, um, we're working on some features, uh, around that. Um, and then there's, there's some, there's some bread and button, bread and butter things that, um, that, uh, the app doesn't, uh, support yet, which we're, we're working as hard as possible to, uh, uh, to build that in. And then, uh, once those things are, are in, uh, we're actually going to go ahead and do product hunt launch and all that kind of stuff because we still haven't done that. Um, so, you know, get, get some more eyeballs on the, on the, app. uh, so that's kind of, that's, that's our, those are our, our kind of like plans. Uh, yeah. So as a, as a co-founder of uh, record ones, uh, what do you say about my work who is recording every time? Well, I think one of the, um, one of the, uh, great things of what you're doing is you're being so consistent with it and you have a huge long uh, list of, uh, of, uh, yeah, of interviews that you've done and, um, also, uh, being somebody that, that has to go up on stage and, and also interview people as well. 
um, I think the best thing that you can do is is exactly what you've been doing, and that's that's uh, you know go ahead and and do this over and over and get better at it all, all the time. And um, yeah, so I really I really admire that. I think uh, yeah, you're doing an excellent job uh, in that way, and I think the the people that you invite uh, are always super interesting. And uh, uh, yeah, so that I think that's uh, that's really great. So I need one observation of yours because you're a, you worked as a developer. So right now I'm getting trained as a, a, a AWS a cloud DevOps engineer role. And also mm-hmm. I did, I did masters in software engineering, also bachelors in computer science and engineering. Right. So right now my training is going on as a DevOps engineer. Uh, yesterday the Kubernetes uh, topic has done. So I'm learning it. Nice. So, so apart from that, I'm talking with experts like you who are already in the industry, who solve different problems and uh, who now you came to uh, the business side of the technology, uh, understanding the mechanism, how software works and how the internal things of the software works uh, after working so, for so long time. Now you came to the uh, business side and trying to solve the human problems uh, uh, by yeah. understanding their needs and uh, observing their needs. So I'm doing this, uh, interviewing you experts, uh, listening to you who are already in the industry doing so big uh, things and solving so big problems, listening to you people from around the world, what I'm going to learn and how I'm going to use this knowledge in coming days uh, Mm. as a DevOps engineer or or, uh, as a technologist. Yeah, I think... um one of the things that I've really learned uh, is you there's the there's this trap uh, being being a DevOps or just straight up software engineer that you you just look at the Jira ticket and you go ahead and you know you implement um, and then that's that's your life you're just working on on Jira t- tickets there's there's, there's um and there's just that and that that's you know uh, that's fine that a very uh that you know life can be very straightforward in that way but i think it's so much more important to know the context of uh, uh the kind of what problem are you solving and specifically not what problem are you solving within that that ticket but to know what's what's the underlying reason what's the why is the ticket here what what is it trying to trying to communicate what's it trying to solve um i remember being in teams where um we would uh, get asked to do projects which would take six months and um and not just take six months but also you know not it would not be clear if it would be technically feasible or if the outcome would be actually good um and then uh, being able to understand that actually what the customer needs can be solved in a different way where they basically have 90% of what was asked, but but not the last 10%, which takes all of the time. Um, if, if you can understand what the customer ask is, then you can propose something that's completely different and um and and gets and gets you there and also especially if it's something that only takes a week or so then you know you that can be the first that, that can be the first step the first thing that you deliver and then well you know we we can start work working on the rest but uh uh you know if we can get that user feedback we can get people to uh to actually go ahead and use it um i think that's uh incredibly valuable and um, there's this thing which like, Jacob Nielsen uh, calls um, hallway-driven testing, um, where he's a UX guy. Uh, so what he basically does is um, in in his his office or co-working space or or company or whatever, uh, you know, he, he wrote this pre-corona. Um, he would basically go out into the hallway, and the first person that would walk by, he'd be like, "Hey, can I?" Can I ask you to to test uh, to to test this thing that I'm uh, working on? Um, and he would bring people in and sit them behind the computer and be like, well, "Okay, this." this I, I, um, uh, he would basically give them an assignment. Okay, well, um, now do this. And um, for 
DevOps may be a little less relevant, but as software engineers, um, but even also as DevOps as well, you're always creating something to ultimately to enable some human to do a task. Um, and if you can get them to actually, if you can get someone to actually test it and see if that task is being is being solved, uh, then that gives you a lot of insight into uh, into potentially what's missing, or or if if you know your ticket is actually closed, or if it's going to come back in a different way, and uh, um, or you know maybe 20 iterations before it comes back. So that. Um, that's something that that I've learned from being on you know, you know both sides of the of the fence uh, is how important that uh, that piece is and also how actually easy it is to to try and to try and do that because you know there's especially if you're in an office or a co-working space or something like that there's always people that are you know grabbing some coffee and and generally there the these human beings are interested in what you're doing as well so um they maybe get to play with things that they haven't ever before. That's 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 often exciting. So there, there's a good uh, there's a good uh, feedback loop there that a lot of people are kind of uh, um, yeah uh, uh, don't know that, that that exists. I think that's uh, that's one of the things that I've, uh, I've definitely learned, and I would encourage um, basically everybody to do. Um, but especially if you're starting your career, there's there's so much stuff that you learn, like my upload button, you know. I would have never found out that if I wouldn't have had somebody just sit behind it and, and be like, just completely stuck. <laughs> and it's it's like, it's it's a just a label. It took me, it's saying five minutes, it, it took me five minutes. That's a huge exaggeration. Like it took me 10 seconds or something like that to fix that thing. Um, so, uh, so I think that's, uh, if you're starting out in this field and even if you're in, I know there's so many people uh, who are like, well, I'm a software engineer. I'm not UX. You know, I'm not design. Uh, I think, um, I, yeah, yeah. So that's true. But the, but you can gain your software can be so much more complete if you have just that quick, a quick feedback loop from uh, from customers, from users, or even from just another human being that's never seen your software before or uh, that's just vaguely familiar or whatever. That's great. So I I I wish you all the best uh, for the product that uh, you're working for. I'm sure it will be more effective and more compatible and uh, will be useful for a lot of people because an engineer made it. Uh, because you by engineer you yourself by an engineer you know how uh, it should be useful for a user and how uh, effectively uh, you can solve their problems. I'm sure uh, you're going to be very big uh, and. Uh, I'm sure your product uh, will be very effective and uh, will be used by a lot of industry people around the world. Thank you so much, Sly. That's uh, that's that's very uh, very kind of you to uh, to say. And uh, thank you so much for uh, for inviting me again. Uh, it's been an absolute ple- uh, pleasure. And uh, keep on keep up uh, keep on doing the great work. So can I put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Oh, please do. Yeah. And also, can I put this audio and video clip on my podcast, website, internet, social media, everywhere with your permission? Yeah. Yeah. Please do it. Yeah. So can you share your uh, 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 website to my podcast listeners so that they can check out your work? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's uh, recordones.com. Um, they, can, they can check it out there. And um, Amsterdam Tech is uh, amsxtech.com, uh, uh, so they can they can they can check that out there if they if they'd like to. But uh, yeah, the 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 main main business that I'm working on, uh, as opposed to the community foundation, is uh, is recordones uh, recordones.com. So I'll put your uh, work in my website as well. People who visit my site can see. Uh, uh, your work and also uh, uh, the upcoming uh, projects that you do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Thank you, Justin, again for your valuable time and sharing your uh, valuable work and uh, the service that you are doing to the world through the technology that you have learned. 
And thank you so much, Sai. And and thank you for your, for your service for sharing this knowledge and and uh, giving insight uh, into a lot of amazing things that people have done uh, to to your uh, your listeners and uh, and everybody. So uh, yeah, thank you. Keep going. Thanks again. Bye bye. Bye.